thank you, Father. We thank you, O God, for this day. This is the day that you have made, O Lord, and we shall indeed rejoice in it. We give you glory for your word. We magnify you, O God. Father, we pray that whoever listens to this word today will be blessed. Whoever receives the word of God receives eternal life. Father, we know that we will be blessed by your word today. We thank you, Father, for this platform in the name that is above any other name, the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, um, I would like to greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, my Lord. My Lord, I am the latter-day preacher. I come from I come from South Africa uh, to bring you another dose of the word of God deep utterances of the word of God it is the name of the podcast deep utterances of the word of of God as we as we as we as we dig deep in the word in the name of Jesus of course uh, uh, not us uh, per se but the Holy Spirit is in this place the Holy Spirit is giving us the word is ministering us is ministering to all of us in the name of Jesus. Well, today we are reading in the book of Galatians, 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 verse chapter 4, chapter 4, verse 21. Um, I think we're going to up until verse 21 to 31. Yes, praise God, praise mighty Jesus. And the theme for today of this sermon or the scripture, the example of Agar and Sarah, the example of Agar and Sarah. Well, we're going to get into the word right now to read our scriptures. May God bless the reading of his scripture in the name of Jesus. Verse 21. Let me ask those of you who want to be subject to the law. Let me ask those of you who want to be subject to the law. Do you not hear what the law says? Verse 22 says, it says that Abraham had two sons, one by a slave woman, the other by a free woman. Verse 23 says, his son by the slave woman was born the usual way, but his son by the free woman was born as a result of God's promise. Praise Almighty Jesus. Then we go on verse 24. Verse 24. These things can be understood as a figure. The two women represent two covenants. The one whose children are born in slavery is, is Hagar and represents the covenant made at Mount Sinai. Praise Mighty Jesus. Verse 25 says, Hagar, who stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia, is a figure of the present city of Jerusalem. In slavery with all its people. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, we're going back. We're going back. So, we wanted the word of God, word, the word of God to be understood. To be understood. This is an example. This scripture, Paul is making an example. Apostle Paul is making an example because he's, he's concerned, basically. He's concerned 
is concerned for the Galatians. He is concerned for the Galatians. You know, sometimes we might say you are born again, but you are still doing what your fathers used to do. Maybe you are still, you know, um, um, in sin. Maybe you are still doing what you call your traditions, you know, not the traditions of God. Praise God. So Paul was concerned here. Hence he's making this example, the example of Hagar and Sarah, so that he so that people, you know, may distinguish between the two covenants. Praise God. Remember that we had the covenants of the law, of the law before, that was before Jesus Christ came. That was before Jesus Christ was sacrificed. After Jesus Christ was sacrificed. That was what we call now the new covenant that which we are living under. We are living under grace now, which is, the, which is the new covenant. So the old covenant of the law of Moses is no longer in existence. Perhaps Paul was concerned in such a way that he was thinking, okay, because he could see that there are people who were resisting you know the change because when you accept Jesus Christ and you are living in the new covenant then you have to change meaning that you have to change from your ways change from your ways meaning that you stop now feeding the flesh now you feed the spirit because the new person the new person that is in Christ is no longer just a normal person but is a spirit person hallelujah praise my teacher so he says here he begins here in verse 21 by saying let me let me ask those of you who want <coughs> excuse me who want to be subject to the law do you not hear what the law says verse 22 he says it says that abraham had two sons one by a slave woman the other by a free woman verse 23 his son by the slave woman was born in the usual way but his son by the free woman was born as a result of God's promise meaning that the second son that means Isaac Isaac is a covenant son praise God praise God so the woman that gave birth to the other son was a slave meaning that he was she was in bondage she was in bondage but the woman that gave birth to Isaac was a free this is an example is a figure of speech that Paul is using about the story of Hagar Abraham and and so you have to understand in 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 that context that he is using it as an example so that people may they understand or come to the knowledge of the two covenants. Praise God. So the new covenant now is not the same as the old covenant. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. That is what Paul here is trying to explain or distinguish so that people will understand. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. So by the slave who was born in the usual but but he says, by his hand, by the free woman, was born as a result of God's promise. Meaning that Isaac is a son, is, is a child of a covenant. Of a covenant between Abraham, between Abraham, Sarah, and God. Hallelujah. So, verse 24 says, 
these things can be understood as fika. So the two women represents two covenant. The two women represents covenant. Listen to this one and take note. So the two women represent the two covenants. The one whose children are born in slavery is Hagar. And Paul goes on and says, and she represents the covenant made at Mount Sinai. Which covenant was this? The covenant, the old covenant. The old covenant. This was the covenant during the time of Moses. Moses, prophet Moses, who was a prophet raised by God to lead or to deliver the people of God from the harsh hand of Pharaoh in Egypt. Praise mighty Jesus. And now a covenant was made, but it is the old covenant. And then and then Paul says, verse 21 says, Hagar, who stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia, is a figure of the present city of Jerusalem in slavery with all its people. So he was making an example. He was making, in other words, Paul was saying, in other words, Paul was saying the present Jerusalem at that time was still in bondage, was still in slavery, where still the where still people were influenced by Pharisees, by the teachers of the law, were still in the bondage of the law, were still so as a result, were still in other words the children of Hagar, children born in in slavery. Even though Christ came and tried to free them from slavery, they rejected him and they killed him. Praise God. So they rejected him, but they did not only reject him, but they put him on a cross and they murdered the Son of God because they did not want to be free. They wanted to remain in ignorance. They wanted to remain in ignorance. They wanted to remain in sin. Hallelujah. So how many people you know today that are like what are like these people that Paul is talking about in this book of Galatians? People who insist on doing things the old way. People who insist on, 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 on. for example, I'm an African. In Africa, we have traditions. We have things that we do that we say they make us Africans. Even though by nature they are demonic, they are not of God. Even though they, by nature they oppose God or the will of God. But we still, even, even though we call ourselves Christians, in some cases born again Christians, but we still insist on saying these things are our traditions. These things distinguish us as Africans, you know. So we don't care what the word of God, we are ignorant to the word of God. The word of God is there, but we continue in our ignorance to, to, to do these things. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. So Paul was talking about such people who, even though the Son of God came as a light in a world that was full of darkness, he came as a light and he brought with him the light. Only few people accepted him, especially people who, that, because it, God was called, Jesus was called first of all, not to condemn, not to judge, but to free, but to, to, to begin at home. When I say at home to the Jews, to free them so that they, they may see the light and then go on to free the whole world. 
the Gentiles. But it, it, it turns out that the Gentiles were the, were, 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 the, were, were the only people who were so acceptable of the gospel of Jesus Christ. When, 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 the, when the apostles like Paul and, and, and all the apostles like Peter, they went out there to, to preach it. They accepted the gospel. But the, the, the people of God, the chosen people of God, or the chosen house of God, the house of Israel, rejected the, the, the gospel and the son of God. So Paul was talking and then he says that Hagar, who was the, sec- who was the wife, who, 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 in, 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 in a simple, plain way, was the other wife, even though she was a slave, was the other wife of Abraham. Praise God. So he says, she represents those people who are in bondage, who are still in the dark, in other words, who are still in sin. Hallelujah. So he says, uh, Hagar, who stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia, is a figure of a present city of Jerusalem in slavery with, with all its people. Hallelujah. Verse 26 says, But the heavenly Jerusalem is free. But the heavenly Jerusalem is free. And she is our mother. But the heavenly Jerusalem is free. But she but is she is our mother. Verse 27 says, For the scripture says, Be happy, you childless woman. Shout and cry with joy. You who never felt the pains of childbirth. For the woman who was deserted will have more children than the one whose husband, whose husband never left. Hallelujah. Praise God. Paul highlights that the Jerusalem that is in heaven, even though the Jerusalem that is on earth right now is in bondage, is in sin, is in slavery, he says... You know, he makes a remarks about the Jerusalem in heaven. We we hear about the Jerusalem in heaven in the book of of of, of Revelations. Um, Apostle uh, John mentions, you know, he sees the new Jerusalem coming, and it's apparent that the new Jerusalem will replace the the existing Jerusalem because the existing Jerusalem is in bondage and is in sin even today. Praise God for the the existing Jerusalem is in bondage, is in sin. Therefore, God cannot dwell in a place that is not holy. So, as, as John is seeing the new Jerusalem coming down from heaven, he describes it. It is a beautiful city where only those who die in Christ will dwell with the Lord. Well, only those who die in Christ will live with the Lord. Meaning that only, only those children who are born of a free woman, in other words, the generation of Sarah, the generation of Sarah, people who are born again, people who have accepted the gospel of Jesus Christ, people who have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and Lord. Only them will dwell in this new Jerusalem. Praise mighty Jesus. Wow. The word of God is beautiful. The word of God is just beautiful. So verse 28 says, Now you, my brothers, are God's children, as a result of, of his promise, just as Isaac was. Praise mighty Jesus. Just as Isaac was.
was I want you to to, 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 to make I wanted to make things some, some things clear so that people uh, will understand we are living in the new uh, covenant uh, which we call grace grace is uh, in other words means unmerited favor of God it means unmerited favor of God that we did not work for this grace there's nothing it is not because we have done or we are different or we are special to other people okay it is by favor of God it is by grace of God that even today we call ourselves born again children of God no it is by favor of God it is by grace of God that one day we will inherit we will inherit you know we will inherit a, a heaven praise God it is by grace of God that one day we will dwell with God in the new Jerusalem it is by grace of God because what has made God favor us is the fact that when the gospel was preached unto us we accepted it and for, we accepted it and and, and 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 we accepted it we loved it you know and we worshiped God and only God praise God Unfortunately, there are those people that the Bible says, even though the gospel is preached to them, will reject it or will not believe it. You know, some will believe it only for a season, but then will turn around and go back into sin. Unfortunately, those people will go to hell. There's no place for them in heaven. That is what the Bible says. There is no place for them in heaven. So, if you are call yourself a child of God, one of the things that you must do, you must hate sin. So, when you hate sin, in other words, you're pleasing to God. You are pleasing God because God hates sinners. So, if you hate sin, that means you are living according to the will of God. You are living according to the way God wants you to live. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. So, in other words, even though you are saved and you are living under grace, that does not mean that you must continue sinning. But it means that you must be, uh, you must put Jesus, uh, you must look at Jesus. Because the Bible says that we must look at Jesus as our personal, uh, our, our personal role model. Remember, before you were saved, you used to, you, maybe your role model used to be movie stars or musicians or whatever, people of this world. But now that you are in Christ, you have realized that there is only one true role model, and that is Jesus Christ. That is Jesus Christ. So when you fix your eyes on Jesus, you do as Jesus wants you to do. You walk as Jesus walks. You speak as Jesus speaks. That means you stay away from, 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 from sin. You turn your back away from sin. You sin no more. No more fornication. No more sleeping in nightclubs. No more, no more lies. No more manipulation. None of those things. No more bitterness. When you are in Christ, you have, you have the, the, the peace of Christ in you, in your heart. Your heart must be light, it must not be heavy because of bitterness, because of lies, because of anger. So you must respect this, this, 
this temple, the body that, that you have as a temple of God, because that is where the Holy Spirit of God abides. Praise mighty Jesus. So we must take these things into consideration and not say, I am already born again. So even if I cheat on my wife, even if I fornicate, even if I do this and that and that and that, you know, I will go to heaven. There's no such thing as that. So when you are born again, that means that when you, a, a child of God who, who is born again truly, truly born again, truly born again, you die from sin. Meaning that whatever that used to make you happy in the flesh, and now it's, 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 it means nothing. Remember when Paul, that, Paul, Paul says that, you know, everything that I used to value, I used to value, you know, I, I, I regard it now as rubbish. Hallelujah. Everything that you used to, that you, you, that you used to call wonderful, that, you, that used to, to pleasure you, that used to make you happy. When you are in Christ, those things, uh, they don't matter anymore. The friends that I used to have, the friends that I used to have, you know the friends that you used to go to nightclubs with, the friends that you used to drink with, the friends that you used to sit down and, 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 and talk about other people with, all the, those kind of friends. When you are in Christ, when you accept Jesus Christ, you walk away from that from those from such friends. Because the Bible says that what does what does have what does darkness have to do with light? When you are a children of light, you stay away from darkness. Because the one that we serve, the God of heaven, the God that we serve, in him, the Bible says there is no darkness. Praise mighty Jesus. So it says in him there is no darkness. So in order for you to do the will of God while you are on earth, you stay away from sin. In other words, you despise sin as much as God despises sin. That's in other words, that's what are the children of Sarah. Because the children of Sarah are the children of the covenant are the children of the covenant, those children that are ordained to go to heaven, those children that are ordained to be in the new Jerusalem. These are the children of covenant. We are the covenant children. We are the children who are ordained to go to heaven, my brother. If you are in Christ, then you worship him. You worship him. Because remember what he said, he said to to. to his disciples he said if you love my father then obey my commands praise god if you love god because god is in jesus and jesus is in us praise mighty jesus hallelujah so now verse 28 says now my brothers are god's children as a result of this promise just as isaac was of course we are the children of god verse 29 says at that time the son who was born in the usual way persecuted the one who was born of God's spirit. And it's the same now. The same way that the Jews persecuted Jesus Christ. The child of light. Son of God is the one that cometh as the light on this earth. You know, to chase away the darkness. Praise mighty Jesus. So, the same way that the child of the slave woman persecuted the child of the light or the child of the promise is the same way that things are happening even today. The devil is the child of darkness. 
Praise God. The devil is the child of darkness. People that are on this earth, there are, I can even tell you, everybody knows this. There are countries where persecution is, 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 is very harsh. Persecution of, of, of Christians. You know, and, and that thing is going to spread, as the Bible says, all over the world. We are going to die for the gospel of Jesus Christ. But I, I, I must even tell you this. Only those who are in Christ, truly in Christ, are going to die. Because the Bible says that some will turn from the faith. Some will turn out of fear. Many people will turn from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because they fear death. But at the end of the day, they will die. So, I, that is what I always say. I always say, I'd rather I die in Christ than die in sin. Because when you deny Jesus Christ, when you deny him, you are betraying like, like, like Judas. Praise God. You're becoming a Judas. Praise God. And your, and your ending or your destiny, it's, it's, it's not a beautiful one when you do that. So, the same way that there are countries in the world, South Africa is, is slowly, slowly getting there. The persecution is not rife, it's not, it's not all over the place yet, but it's slowly, slowly getting there. Praise God. So, the persecution is slowly, slowly getting there. And, and, and soon, you know, we will, we, we will feel it. We will feel it. But there are countries like India, like the Middle East, like Chinese, like so many countries where persecution, even Nigeria, where persecution of Christian is, is real. People are being hanged. People are being beheaded. People are being killed. People are being burnt alive because they profess the name of Jesus Christ, because they proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And these are the children of darkness that are doing these horrendous, horrendous things to the child of God. But blessed is the one who die proclaiming the name of Jesus Christ. For he will inherit heaven for real. Blessed is the one who die professing the name of Jesus. For he will inherit the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. So verse 30 says, But what slave woman, but what does the scripture say? It says, Send the slave woman and her son away, for the son of the slave woman will not have a part of the father's property along with the son of the along with the son of the free woman. So there, in other words, there is, there, there is no inheritance for the son of the slave woman. There is no inheritance. The, only the sons and daughters of the free woman will receive the inheritance of heaven. In other words, will receive the eternal life of God. Praise God. Along with the son of the woman. Verse 31, the last verse says, So then, my brothers, we are not the children of a slave woman, but of a free woman. So we are not slaves. If you are in Christ, there is no condemnation. If you are in Christ, you are free indeed. Jesus made sure that we were freed 
We are freed from sin. We are freed from condemnation. We are freed from poverty. We are freed from sickness. We are freed from shame. Hallelujah. Jesus paid it all. Paid it all. Hallelujah. So that is the word of the day today. That is the word of the day today. Let us pray and close. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for you have spoken, O oh God, and you have taught us the word of God. Father, I thank you for those people who will be listening to your word of God. May they receive it, O oh God, but not only receive it. As the Bible says, we must be doers of the word. May they do the word of God. May they put the word of God into action. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, I'm the latter day preacher. It's been lovely. May God bless you. May you have a wonderful, wonderful day. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name. I thank you. Bye-bye.